Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, overruled. A judge delivers a major setback for former President Trump overnight, saying White House documents that could shed light on the Capitol riots must be handed over. This is more subpoenas are issued to former aides and staffers. We're live with the latest. Clearing the air. I think they're a very worthwhile investment. Everything you need to know about air purifiers from fighting the coronavirus and flu to clearing out smoke. We'll tell you which filters are a must to get or gift this holiday season. Plus, paying it forward. There's somebody actually helping you do this. Meet the billionaire who's donating stocks to make a difference in the lives of young people. Inside his push to increase financial literacy, including the app you can download for your kids right now to learn about saving and investing. And Ryan Reynolds Live. We're sitting down with the megastar to talk about his newest film, starring alongside The Rock, and the surprising step he's taking to spend more time with his family. Today, Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. Good morning to our kids, Lily Jackson and Harper. In Katie's, Kentucky. We love, love you guys. guys. Richmond, Texas. Texas. And San Jose, California. Hello, Muskegon, Michigan. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for watching the kids. Back in Minneapolis. Having a mother-daughter day at today. Mom's dream come true. We are teachers at Bull Ridge Elementary in Midlothian, Virginia, and Chesterfield County Public Schools is... Mom about the Today Show! Love that. Good morning, yeah. everybody. Welcome back. Wednesday morning. So glad you're mm. with us as we... Uh, Get in the middle of the work week. Yeah, we're halfway there. We halfway are to the weekend. We've got an inspiring story for you tomorrow as we honor Veterans Day. Carrie Sanders bringing us uh, inside a unique program that connects former service members struggling with the invisible wounds of war with dogs rescued from shelters. Oh, makes mm. such a difference. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. A federal judge dealt former President Donald Trump a setback overnight in the tug of war over documents, documents related to the Capitol Hill riots. NBC Chief White House correspondent Weekend Today co-anchor Peter Alexander has the latest on this. Peter, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning. You're right. This is a big setback for former President Trump. This federal judge denying his request to block the National Archives from turning over what are hundreds of internal White House records wanted by the House committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack. Mr. Trump was attempting to claim executive privilege here, but in her order, the judge writes, presidents are not kings and the plaintiff is not president, effectively saying it's up to the current president, Joe Biden, not the last one to exercise executive privilege. The documents are now set to be turned over on Friday. Mr. Trump's lawyers have said they will appeal. And the committee also subpoenaed 10 more former Trump aides, including former senior advisor Stephen Miller and Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany. The question now, will they comply? 
Savannah. Peter Alexander, thank you. Moving now to an update on that mix-up at a California fertility clinic that resulted in two women unknowingly giving birth to each other's babies. One couple already filed a lawsuit. A lawyer for the other couple says they will soon be filing one as well. But this story is raising new questions about what others can do to keep this from happening. NBC's Aaron McLaughlin joins us now with more. Hey, Aaron. good morning. Hoda, good morning. It's been more than 40 years since the first baby was born by in vitro fertilization. And since then, it's become a booming industry, helping many families have children. But as it continues to grow, so do concerns about whether there are enough rules in place to keep mistakes from happening. A nightmare situation for two couples in California, now prompting new questions about the fertility industry and in vitro fertilization. I was robbed of the ability to carry my own child. Daphna and Alexander Cardinale say they missed out on a part of their daughter's life after they say a fertility clinic implanted a stranger's embryo into Daphna and her embryo into another woman, leading them to give birth to each other's daughters and raise them for months. The Cardinales, who also have an older daughter, say a DNA test confirmed the mix-up and revealed they were not related to their baby girl. Losing the birth child that you know for the genetic child that you don't even know yet. It's a truly impossible nightmare that inflicted trauma that will affect my family for the rest of our lives. The couples later legally switched babies. The clinic and the doctor involved have not responded to requests for comment. In vitro fertilization is a series of procedures in which eggs are fertilized by sperm in a lab before they are implanted in a woman's uterus. According to preliminary data from the CDC, in 2019, more than 80,000 babies were born through IVF or other assisted reproductive technologies. Mix-ups like what happened to the Cardinales are rare. But in 2019, Ani and Asot Manukian said a mix-up at a different California fertility clinic led to their embryo being implanted in a New York woman. They were not able to meet their baby boy until he was six weeks old. Nobody should meet their baby in the lobby of a hotel. And while the fertility industry continues to grow, it remains largely unregulated. Critics say more oversight is needed in the industry. In reproductive medicine, no authority or agency tracks or polices embryo mix-ups and freezer meltdowns. Now, experts say there are things hopeful parents can do to protect themselves. It's important to ask clinics about any internal policies for reporting errors. Also, make sure to ask about the clinic's labeling system and how they identify embryos. Many clinics now require an electronic coding system and at least one other witness to help double-check unique identifiers attached to each specimen. Hoda. All right, Erin McLaughlin for us. Erin, thank you. For the fifth time in five years, the California Parole Board has recommended the release of former Charles Manson cult member Leslie Van Houten. Van Houten is serving a life sentence for a role in the stabbing deaths of two people during a 1969 murder spree by Manson and his followers. Van Houten, now 72 years old, was 19 at the time. The earlier parole recommendations were rejected by former Governor Jerry Brown and again by current Governor Gavin Newsom, 
who will likely have the final say this time after a 150-day review process. Now to some news from here at 30 Rock. MSNBC host and former Nightly News anchor Brian Williams is leaving NBC after 28 years at this network. Williams made the announcement yesterday. He's going to step down at the end of the year, spend more time with his family, and in his goodbye message, he noted that his work at this network included covering eight Olympic Games, a half dozen presidents, and one SNL. Yeah. Wow. And he is, of course, a legend here at NBC. He sure is. Yeah. He sure is. Coming up next, we are hoping to help improve the air quality in your home. Hey, good morning, guys. The pandemic put air purifiers front and center, made them a hot item. Now with flu season upon us and people are heading inside, some experts are worried about a twindemic. So what do you need to know before investing in one of these purifiers? I'm Vicki Wynn. I'll have your buyer's guide. That's next on Today. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed we're back 8 12 with today's consumer as temperatures begin to drop many of us are going back indoors and of course that is where viruses of all kinds can spread more easily and that's one of the reasons why air purifiers have become even more popular but how much of a difference do they actually make nbc's investigative and consumer correspondent vicky Wynn is here with everything we need to know hey vic yes hi good morning everyone yes the pandemic turned portable indoor air purifiers into a popular must-have item they were so hot they were in short supply even sold out at a lot of different stores but as we learned not all are created equal and in many cases, there are more effective ways to fight the spread of germs inside that won't cost you a dime. From offices to classrooms, even at home, the pandemic put a premium on air purifiers. Sales jumped from $669 million in 2019 to just over a billion dollars in 2020. And that's expected to grow even more this year. Air purifiers work by sucking in air, passing it through a filter, and blowing out cleaner air by trapping particles like dander, pollen, and even viruses. So what should you look for if you're in the market for an air purifier? With me now is Tanya Christian. She's at Consumer Reports. You've studied these. There's so many on the market. What's an absolute must-have in an air purifier? 
get one that has a HEPA filter. It is going to capture small microns, dust, pollen, smoke that is in the air. HEPA, which stands for High Efficiency Particulate Air, is a type of filter that can trap 99.97% of mold, dust, pollen, and some airborne pathogens. They're also effective at clearing out indoor smoke particles from wildfires. The big question everyone has is, can air purifiers filter out coronavirus? There is nothing that says they definitely capture coronavirus particles. What we found is that air purifiers with a HEPA filter can capture particles that are smaller than a coronavirus, which means that it is possible that they do capture the coronavirus. Another important factor, consider the size of your room. You want a purifier that's big enough to clean all of the air in the space. Tanya says you want to look for the clean air delivery rate. On the box, they're all going to have a clean air delivery rate. And what that tells you is the square footage of space that you can use these in. How important is it that you pay attention to the size of the room before you buy one of these? If you put an air purifier in a room that is larger than what it is designed for, it's not going to be as efficient. So what we always recommend is that you get an air purifier that's designed for a larger room and you can put it in a smaller room and it'll be more effective. But before you shell out the money for any air purifier, do you really need one? Experts say it depends on your space and who you share it with. Dr. Lindsay Marr is a professor at Virginia Tech and she studied how viruses travel in the air. She says simply opening a window helps improve air circulation by allowing fresh air to come in and pollutants to flow out. In what scenarios could an air purifier be helpful? An air purifier is helpful, especially when you don't have another good way of getting outside air into your room. If you're in a room that doesn't have windows, for example, then an air purifier is gonna be really helpful. It sounds like these may be a worthwhile investment. I think they're a very worthwhile investment. Even if you can open the windows, adding an air purifier never harms, it can only help. And you mentioned, Vic, that um, these air purifiers may help with COVID, but what about the flu, which yeah. we're in flu season? The CDC and many health experts that we talk to say, yes, HEPA filters in particular are effective at removing all kinds of viruses from the air, so that includes flu. You can consider purchasing an air purifier. If you're worried about someone being sick, let's say you're in a scenario where your kids share a room and yeah. one of them's sick and you don't want the other one to get sick, that's the perfect place to yeah. have a filter. Yeah. Oh, good. Exactly. Is there a direct correlation between the cost and the quality? I mean... According to Consumer Reports, yes, it does matter. The price you pay does affect the quality. So you're looking for something, of course, with a high clean air delivery rate and a HEPA filter, but the price point does matter. Typically, they are more effective when they're cost, more costly. Right. And bigger oh, is better. Yeah. Bigger is better, yes, Al. Thanks, Always. Vic. Thanks, Vic. Thank you. Let's get a check of the weather. All right, let's see what we've got for you. Looking ahead for today, we do have some wet weather moving through the Northeast. That's going to clear out pretty quickly. Big storm coming into the midsection of the country that's going to be making its way cross-country behind it much colder air from the plains all the way into the western Pacific Northwest, temperature 30, 40s, and 50s. And here's what we're looking at during the day today. Here in the east, the eastern half of the country, another mild day with plenty of sunshine, a little rain in northern New England, rain developing, though, with severe storms in the mid-plains. Some rain makes its way into the Pacific Northwest. It's going to be a very rainy next few days for those folks. And that is your latest weather. Now it is time for the best time of the morning. Yes. Pop start! Make Carson proud again today. Right. <laughs> All right, first up, it is time for People's Sexiest Man Alive, and the 2021 honoree is 
All right. Wow. Well, well a plus actor is officially the sexiest man alive. Red telling People magazine, I'm going to lean into it hard. I'm well, going to go. own this. And joking, I'm hoping now that I'll finally be invited to some of those sexy dinners with Clooney and Pitt <laughs> and Michael B. Jordan. And I figure I'll be on a lot more yachts. <laughs> <laughs> the announcement was revealed in last night's episode of The Late Show. But before Stephen Colbert presented Paul with his new title, he put him through a few rigorous tests. Take a look. Are you ready to be sworn in? Absolutely. Raise your right hand and put your left hand on a photo of your own face. Uh, Did you bring a headshot? So I could just use my own face? What, what do you see that's in common? Well, they're all kind of casually reclining. Posture. Can I see you slump? Show me, show me a sexy slump. Sure thing. Uh, So we'll have to ask former sexiest man alive, Ryan Reynolds, if he thinks Paul nailed the sexy slump when he stops by our studio in just a minute. I love that. All right, next up, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. HBO dropped the first trailer for the 2021 induction ceremony. The star-studded event featured an amazing lineup of performers and presenters, including superstar Jennifer Lopez, Taylor Swift, and Paul McCartney. I want to jump she through the screen oh right now gosh. and That's sit good. in the audience. How do we miss that? Can you imagine the oh. energy in that room? No. Oh. Well, That's here's incredible. the deal. The 2021 yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it starts streaming November 20th. Well, we haven't missed it. On HBO. No, no you haven't oh, no, no. watched it. We just missed being there. Yes. That's yeah. why we're <laughs> You weren't in Cleveland. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's mm. why Pop Start is here, to, to prepare you. Yeah. All right, next up, Squid Game. It uh -oh. is official. A second season of the Netflix hit is in the works. In an interview with the Associated Press, the show's director, creator, and writer confirmed he's currently in the planning process for the next chapter. Following its September premiere on Netflix, listen to this. Squid Game became the, began, became the streaming service's biggest series launch ever surpassing previous Whoa. record holder Bridgerton. Wow. Huge. As for what's next for the main character, the show's creator shared that it's too early to say what's going to happen, but he will be back doing something for the world. Huge. All right, next up, Tom Hanks. Mm. From <laughs> Forrest Gump to Big to Apollo 13, the Academy Award-winning actor has played some of Hollywood's most iconic roles. But have you ever wondered which one is his favorite? Well, in a recent conversation on the Bill Simmons podcast, Hanks ranked the three films that were his favorite to do. Oh. Number one, uh, I would probably say number one would be League of Their Own because all I did all summer was play baseball. Then I would say, uh, probably, uh, I would say Cast Away because it was just, uh, we had just bold adventures when we were making that movie. I mean, we were out in the middle of the ocean, just, you know, uh, trying to grab shots. And we were off uh, uh, in Fiji on two different occasions. And I had, again, had the whole family with me. And the last film I would say that was magical for me was um, uh, a movie called Cloud Atlas. See, it's not maybe what you think. It, right? no. Cloud Atlas. I don't remember that. I don't yeah, it was, that it was a well, very have... esoteric, strange yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. really? I'm surprised. That, that no really Forrest Gump. Well, yeah. isn't that but interesting? But you know yeah. what? I, he loved the things that he was doing yes. while he was there. Yes. Yes. It was the experience. Was, yeah, the experience exactly. of being in those places. And cool. an, another common thread was that with those movies he named, he got to be with his family. Yeah. His yeah. family was able to go along with him. In so nice places. All right. Finally, Elf. There's one lucky fan of the classic Christmas movie who's as big of a fan of Santa as Buddy himself. Santa. Yeah! Yeah! It's me, buddy! It's me! Hey, buddy, how you doing? Hey. It's me! Uh, 
department store Santas better watch out this holiday season. Will Ferrell's iconic Buddy the Elf costume, listen to this, just sold at auction for almost $300,000. The winning bid coming in way over the estimated Twenty to forty thousand. Wow. It was expected to pull in. The costume comes costume complete. Inflation. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You get those fantastic fleece-pointed hat, the hat, the shoes, the embroidered jacket, matching stockings from the 2003 hit holiday movie. The auction winner's identity, by the way, has not yet been revealed. But I think we'll be able to spot it. Yeah, I think so. It won't take long to figure out. You know, yeah, like. Oh, you, you go. Yeah. You sit on a throne of lies. That is one of like the top five yeah. Christmas. Oh, oh my god! So smell of beef and back. cheese. <laughs> well done, Chanel. Thank Great you job. so much. Carson Just ahead, a guy who knows what it's like to work with Will Ferrell, the one and only. Ryan Reynolds hey. is going to be here live in our studio. We're looking forward to catching up with him about his movies, life, and his many interests away from Hollywood. We'll be right back after this. Rockettes doing what they do best right here on our plaza. Oh. Usually it's freezing when they come. It's kind of right. nice day. It's beautiful. It's actually yeah. nice. The Christmas spectacular, of course, had to be canceled during the pandemic, but it has made a triumphant return, mm. and we cannot wait to celebrate with the Rockettes. Another live performance in Just a Pit, their famous high kicks, our famous low kicks. And going they look along especially refreshed since they opened last night. They oh, yeah. Started last I love night. it. And, and we love your kicks. And, uh, oh, thank you. Oh, yay. SG cool. sporting some She's socks me life that are memorable. Oh, we love it. Love All right, it. also ahead, something else we're looking forward to. Ryan Reynolds, his arrival here to Studio 1A. We're going to chat with him about his new movie. It's called Red, no Red Notice and why he may be taking a little break from acting for a bit. All right, also ahead this half hour, a powerful chat with billionaire philanthropist Robert Smith. You might remember it was Robert Smith who forgave that entire graduating class's student loans. Well, that was... That was just the start for him. He is now making sure the next generation knows how to build and manage their money and wait until you hear how he's inspiring others to join him in that quest. And then on our third hour, our family fun week rolls on. Uh, yesterday, as Craig says, the best broker, my brother Chris, showed up yesterday. So who will this morning's surprise guest host be and who are they related to? You will find out at the beginning of the third There's hour. There's no tease? Nothing. No. Nothing? Nugget? No. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, no How about this? Nothing to travel from a, a fair, fair, fair amount of distance. Is that fair? Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's going to be fair. a good, good show. All right. Also, coming up tomorrow and today, more help for your holiday shopping as we reveal Consumer Reports' best products of the year. But right now, Mr. Roker, you got to check the weather? Absolutely. Let's show you what we have for you. Looking at the weekend ahead, heavy rain in the northeast and mid-Atlantic states, snow and wind in the northern plains and the upper Mississippi River Valley, warm in the southwest, rain in the Pacific Northwest. On Saturday, we're looking for some lake effect snow to start firing up. Plenty of sunshine down through the south into the southwest, turning cooler in the east. And then Sunday, Sunday, look for more snow showers around the Great Lakes, rainy in the Pacific Northwest, Plenty Plenty of sunshine throughout the East Coast, back into the Central Plains, and out West as well. One of the crowds said, come on, get it together. Get it together. Yeah, no. It's so obvious that we don't have it together. <laughs> come on over, guys. Uh, coming up next, our powerful conversation with Robert F. Smith, a billionaire and philanthropist, what he is doing to give the next generation an early start on the road to success. But first, this is today on NBC.
835 with a story of one philanthropist who's making a huge difference in the lives of young people. He really is. His name's Robert Smith. He has made quite the name for himself in the business world and now tops the list of black billionaires in America. But it is his philanthropic work that's grabbed the most headlines, including that commencement speech where he vowed to pay off the student loans of the entire 2019 graduating class of Morehouse College. Well, now Smith's latest gift is designed to help young people long before they head off to college. And my family is making a grant to eliminate their student loans. You could see it in the graduates' faces as Robert Smith changed their lives with a surprise donation two years ago. There you were giving the commencement address at Morehouse College, and at the end, you decide to announce that you're going to forgive the millions in student loan debt. What moved you to do that? I thought this would be a way to really liberate their opportunity to now contribute to their society, to their, to their communities, uh, without that burden. Now, Smith, who made his fortune in private equity management, has launched a new philanthropic venture called One Stock, One Future. Smith, donating nearly 15,000 shares of top tech stocks to students, teachers, and staff at the Eagle Academies for young men across the New York area. The gift will be powered by Goal Setter, a financial literacy app. It's not just about the financial assistance, I gather. It's also about teaching these young people how to handle money. What was your thinking behind that? It's a wealth creation journey for them. You know, many of these students don't necessarily uh, participate in financial literacy training uh, as young people. And so it's really about the learning journey of financial literacy and providing them an opportunity to, to at first hand really start learning about wealth, wealth creation and, and, uh, and utilizing the, uh, the markets to do so. Goal Setter uses games and quizzes to teach young people and adults how to save and invest their money. Tanya Van Court is Goal Setter's founder and CEO. The crown jewel of what we do is all centered around financial education. We open up financial education quizzes every single week, kindergarten all the way through 12th grade, and financial education quizzes for parents too. All of our quizzes are mapped to financial literacy standards, but they're rooted in memes and gifs from popular culture. Van Court says these quizzes and games make financial education more fun and engaging for young people like Marcus Cotton, Marcus is a 15-year-old student at the Eagle Academy in Brooklyn, one of the students set to benefit from Smith's gift. I was very excited when that happened because now it gives people, like, an excuse now to go to stocks. Like, there's somebody actually helping you do this. Cotton, who wants to be a marine biologist someday, says Goal Setter has given him a roadmap to his future. There's buy, save, and put away. And those things would be, for example, if I got $300, I would buy something for $10. I'd put away uh, probably $150 for future references, and then the rest of the money put into investments, like for stocks. And it just helps you save your money faster, quicker, and easier. The overall goal of One Stock, One Future is to create one million black and Latinx youth shareholders and investors. To that end, Smith has encouraged other executives and companies to donate stocks as well. Among those who have stepped up already, Delta, Lyft, Twitter, and Comcast, which is NBC's parent company. You're challenging other business leaders 
to, to give to this cause as well. Are we are we crowdsourcing philanthropy here a bit? Uh, it, a, a bit, you know, the executives in these companies doesn't have to be just the CEO. All executives and African American and Latin Latinx and executives can all contribute a thousand shares. It's a wonderful feeling to to know that you've empowered a youth. Uh, to now participate in what will be the, you know, the, the, the greatest wealth creation opportunities for them, which is the capital markets uh, in America. I mean, I, I so enjoyed my time with, mm -hmm. with Robert Smith. We spent a fair amount of time after the camera stopped rolling just talking about how passionate he was mm -hmm. to pay it forward. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, guys made about six, seven billion dollars. He is committed to giving all of it away. And he's such mm -hmm. a humble guy. Yeah. He doesn't talk he, you know, no, publicly no. a lot about what he does. And he was even subtle at that commencement address when yeah. he gave it away. You always sort of see like, people trying to, yeah. wait, wait, did what, he, what did he, he say? say? He what paid paid off my loans. And by the way, at Morehouse, when he, when he yeah. forgave the debt, he didn't show up planning to do that. He said he'd walked around the campus the days leading up to wow. the commencement, and he was so moved by the conversations oh. he was having wow. with the graduates. He's like, I got to do something to help. Wow. Really cool. So, no, the only problem is he was invited to like 18 commencements <laughs> yeah, the next year. They're all like right. He's not doing any more commencement addresses. Uh, but as for that gift to the Eagle Academy, Smith added that uh, Morehouse class of 2019 as his partners, so a continuation of his gift to the graduates, teaching them how to elevate the next generation as well. Cool. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right, coming up next, he's an action star, a girl dad, a TikToker, and look how well he leans. Uh, <laughs> this morning, he's our special guest, the one and the only Ryan Reynolds tells us about all of it. But first, this is Today on NBC. <laughs> And we are back with the man we've been waiting to talk to all morning. Ryan Reynolds is in our house. He's right here in his latest movie, Red Notice. Ryan stars as a quick-witted art thief who finds himself in an unlikely alliance with an FBI agent portrayed by Dwayne Johnson. And together, they team up against the Bishop, a rival criminal mastermind played by... Gal Gadot. And from the moment the movie starts, it's a race to pull off the world's biggest heist. Ryan, welcome, Hi, welcome. Ryan. How are Thank you? you? It's very nice to be well, here. Well, we're so happy that you're here. I don't know if you know about this breaking news that happened mm. this morning, but People has crowned it Sexiest Man Alive, and it is... Paul Rudd. Of course it is. I heard. I just heard about this this morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I, I think that this opportunity will be wasted on him like so many before him. He's going to play it shy. He's going to play it bashful, humble. If I know what I knew now, yes. you know, I wouldn't do remember that. You've got to seize this opportunity. Yeah, when yeah. it was your, remember your moment. Yeah. Do you remember your it, reign? Oh, if I got it now, yeah. I'm not saying I would leave my family, <laughs> but they would need to go on without me. Yeah. I would roam the world clutching my dog-eared People magazine, going from town to town like some, sowing my wild oats like some sort of nude magical gardener. I mean, it it's, would be amazing. Nude magical yeah. gardener. Paul is listening right now. I hope he is too. Don't blow this, Rudd. <laughs> if you're there, do not blow this opportunity. Run you, like the wind. You know, you are a heartthrob yeah. on TikTok with um, straight men. Yes. Oh, well, they, okay. Apparently, it's like a that's, whole... That's going to get complicated. It's a then. whole thing yes. about how just all men love you. When oh. they pa when you come on the this screen, they pause, they pause and they they gawk oh, a wow. little bit. This is a whole situation. <laughs> Did you really? know about this phenomenon? I Clearly, I need to work on gay men <laughs> as well. Yes. This is just straight men? Why straight? Why? Okay. Everybody. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, you wow. want to just be sexy it's, for everyone. Yes. I guess so, yeah. Um, we're, <laughs> we're both very excited about this movie. I had a chance to talk to The Rock a couple of days ago, and he said when you guys were on set together, you never broke. 
He said he was always this giggling guy, and you were doing what you do. Well, I was preying on him a little bit. I mean, he, DJ, I've known him for 20-plus yeah. years now, and he, uh, you know, he gets this little eye twitch when he's about to crack. So does Gall, actually. So I would kind of exploit that and pounce on it. It was more uh, the spirit of competition than anything else. I would crack as well. He's not... That's not entirely true. Okay. I would I would crack as well. And when I get the gigs, I don't come back. <laughs> it's like over. it's no, it really is a problem. You sort of have to start to think of like dark thoughts or punch <laughs> yourself in the give yourself a Charlie horse. It's terrible. <laughs> the, I mean, the movie is hilarious. I hate action movies, and I loved this movie. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to blurb that, go right ahead. Yeah. Um, no, but I I I heard that you actually improvised a lot of those yeah. lines. Because yeah, your character's I, like a bottomless pit of one-liners, yeah. which is kind of you. Yeah, you know, that's the, actually the beautiful thing about Dwayne Johnson is that he, he, one of his gifts is that he has an ability to laugh at himself. Yeah. And I also love that as well. That's yeah. sort of how I cope. Um, and so we had a lot of fun together. I would always, you know, try to say something that would surprise him or break him or, you know. But were you surprised, like, a, a lot of the stuff ended up in the movie in the final cut? Stuff that you probably thought <laughs> was like... I was saying, I thought I was just doing it for his benefit. Yeah. And then I saw the film, I was like, you kept... That in. <laughs> that, I mean, you could see me about to laugh in the moment. So, yeah, but they did. I guess it worked. And you were so. writing sassy lines for Gall, too. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I tend to write a bunch of one line that people can either have or not have. It's up to them. So. Right. The action, yeah. the action comedy lane, man, is so tailor-made for you. Is that something you feel like you sort of had to create, I mean, for that to um, come to A be? little bit. Yeah. You know, for Deadpool, certainly. Yeah. It was like a lane that I had to sort of, you know, make happen for myself mm -hmm. to a certain degree. I love it. I love being physical. I grew up as an athlete. Yeah. I, you know, I love cracking jokes and having fun. You know, action action comedies are great because they never take themselves too seriously. Yeah. So it's sort of a beautiful genre to play in. Nice little sandbox. You're also an entrepreneur. You're in the gin business. I am. Right? Very yeah. much so. You are um, the owner of a football team. What uh, we yes. would call soccer. Well, yes. yes. In, in Wales, the Wrexham Red Dragons, yeah. I yeah. mean, the Wall Street Journal did a whole thing on the whole business side of you, which is this other cool side. Um, is this something, like, you always wanted to kind of dig into? A little bit. Yeah. You know, so many of these businesses are a lot like show business in the sense yeah. that they're built on relationships. They're all relationships. So, you know, you're, you're meeting, you're shaking hands. 90% of the work is the unsexy stuff, not the yeah. commercials yeah. and marketing stuff. Yeah. It's the other stuff that you do. But I like building things. I love mm -hmm. that, that part of storytelling. It's really a, a privilege to do. So. How's Blake, by the way? She is great. <laughs> Kids are great. Everybody's ha I'm happy to be home. We, well, we were laughing. I just, I'm sorry. I love your Instagram for a million reasons. And sometimes when I'm in a funk, I'll just go to it. But I love one of the ones. I think it was Blake's birthday. I can't remember. And the picture that you posted was all you looking all dapper and adorable. And oh, half of And they were all sort of half, half, of like half blank shots of her, like in the middle of you're, chewing food. You're, and, you know. you're an internet troll. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But only when it comes to those most precious to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's it like at home? Because you yeah. have three girls yes. under six. Yeah, six, it's, five, it's, and two. Yeah. It's mayhem. You know? Yes. It's absolute mayhem. You're just every day clinging by the, you know, skin of your teeth. What's funny, though, is you actually grew up it's, it was all boys all in your boys. household, plus yeah. Yes, yes. And now you're in this girl situation. I'm the youngest of four boys. Yeah. So, you know, oftentimes, you know, my brothers would, would, would never use the door. They'd use me to make a new door. <laughs> it was, it, so I was always afraid I would have boys. But yeah. now that I have girls, I realize I, I should not have been afraid. I should have wanted boys as well. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're just as rough. Yeah, they're they really can be. They can be. Ryan, yeah. thank you so much. Uh, this movie's great, by the way. Thank a lot you. of fun, It really too. is. Yeah. It's fun. Thank you.
Thank you guys for Red right. Notice in select theaters now. You can also start streaming it on Netflix this Friday. Great date night movie. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Fun we'll, one. We'll all like it. Uh, coming up next, let the holiday season begin. The iconic Radio City Rockettes here for a live performance. But first, this is today on NBC. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. It is time, the best time here at Rockefeller Center. The Christmas tree arrives this weekend. And as of last night, the long-awaited return of the Christmas Spectacular starring the Radio City Rockettes. Last year marked the first time in 87 years the production was canceled, but now it's back and it's better than ever, we're told. Mindy Moeller, in her ninth season as a Rockette, serves as an assistant dance captain. Welcome back, Mindy Moeller. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, we're so, so happy to be here. And the amount of gratitude we feel to be back doing what we love, it's, it's really indescribable. Aww. We love the Christmas Spectacular so much because it brings people together. We get to be a part of people's holiday traditions. And so we're so happy to be back and through January 2nd. We How was it taking it. the stage yeah. last night? Oh my gosh, it was unreal. The, the energy in Radio City is unreal unlike any other place. It's a one-of-a-kind show you really can't find anywhere else. So all right, you got so some excited. new stuff this Mindy, year, too? Yeah. We do, we do. We pulled out all the stops to make it extra spectacular this year. All right, now the holidays can begin. Ready. And we were just saying we're so happy the weather's so nice because yeah. usually the Rockettes are out here and it's Freezing. like 20 below. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by the way, the Christmas Spectacular over at Radio City, it runs through January 2nd. Get your tickets. Our family got ours. We're ready. It's we'll be there. It's a fun yeah. show. fun. Oh, coming up on the fourth hour, I have a, a real uh, interesting and candid conversation. One of my favorite conversations I think I've ever had. Mm. This one's with Will Smith on his uh, new memoir, his marriage, and a lot more. That's nice. saying something. If yeah. Yeah. You guys went deep, right? Yeah. yeah. And a big thanks again. Yeah. You, got, you guys haven't missed a step. Uh -uh. Uh, you know, in, the, in the height of it, they do five, six shows a day. I know. Amazing. Incredible. Amazing. Uh, uh, block you. We <laughs> Before the fourth hour, stick around to meet our special <gasps> surprise guest host. Oh, wow. On the third hour of today, you know who is it? No, who is it? Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style, and you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.